Now, back to Sports 56 Mornings. Good morning. On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, everyone. 9.02, the time. Final hour for us today here on Sports 56 Mornings. Greg Gaston, Eli Savoy, and Zach Boyd. We're in the Family Leisure Studios. Family Leisure, it's where family and fun come together. Their floor model sale continues at 2120 Witten Road just north of I-40. Continues to be 29 degrees. It was 29 when we walked in here. Remains 29. That's as high as we'll get today. We have a wind chill of 17. Tonight, mainly clear skies with a low of around 11. And then tomorrow, to start your weekend, mostly sunny tomorrow, but the high only reaching 20 degrees. Brandon Lang will join us in just a few moments to talk NFL playoffs with the four-divisional round Matchups two on Saturday, two on Sunday. A couple of college football notes. Bill O'Brien becoming the new Ohio State offensive coordinator. How about that? Yeah, um, interesting, obviously. Um, out of a job in New England, so uh, back on the market. And uh, he was okay at Alabama. Um, I don't think he was great there. He was... Uh, but he wasn't terrible um, a couple years ago when he was at Alabama. And Ryan Day wanting to move into a more CEO-type position um, as a head coach and take away play-calling duties. So um, we'll see what uh, what what old B.O.B. can do with the with the with what should be a pretty darn good offense at Ohio State. Yeah, a lot of players actually have come back for Ohio State. They got a lot of talent coming in. Bill O'Brien, I thought, was a pretty good coach in Houston with the Texans. I just didn't think he was a good general manager, and it didn't work out. Also, Cam McCormick, the Miami tight end, is returning for a ninth season. Yes, you heard that right. A ninth season suffered season-ending injuries in 2018, 19, 20, and 21. Ninth year? What has he got, 30 degrees? He was in the same recruiting class as Justin Herbert. <laughs> he was like, in Joe Montana's recruiting class. Like, that's like like Nick Bosa, Justin Herbert were in that recruiting class. God bless him. Ed Oliver was in that recruiting class. You talk about stick to itiveness. I mean, I, that's like, I don't even understand how, how anybody could do nine years of college football. That's more than Blue Tarski. From Animal House. Time now for Brandon Lang. Oh, oh, oh. No open for Brandon Lang. I don't know why, but we just bring Brandon on. Hey, Brandon, how are you? <laughs> you crack pipe smoking brother telling me to get my intro going. What is going on over there? Don't blame me. House? I don't push the buttons. That's my cool. man on the board. And we Please got snow on the ground, the Brandon. We got snow on the ground. It's all, all hell's breaking don't, loose don't, in Memphis this don't week. Don't blame Zach. That's fighting words right there, man. We're going to the we're going to the hill with Zach. Come on, Zach. Call you Doctor Sneaky over there at the board. Come on, brother. Snow and ice. We it's it's breaking everything down in town, man. Frozen we're, boards, we're, all kinds of stuff. We're screwed around here. We don't know what we're doing. Kids haven't been in school all week. Got no. We had no. We have no idea what's going on. It's Armageddon in Memphis, man. And, you know, a couple inches of snow is going to crush us. So, we filmed two episodes of my show, Cappers, which will be on Pluto Network in March. I think Andy, the director, said he'd have the cuts, and we're going to stream it on Pluto and go from there. And so, we started filming on Sunday, which was the last week of the regular season. Mm -hmm. And on camera, on camera, I gave my whale a two-team parlay 
and hit that Raiders over Denver, Buffalo over Miami. And then I had him put 240 on Washington and set back in horror as Michael Penix couldn't hit a semi-truck that was parked five yards in front of him. So that was kind of crushing. You know, I mean, six straight possessions, 2013, you're thinking, okay, we're going to get it going. And that man was just throwing ground balls to short all night long. It was absolutely pathetic. I mean, I was absolutely nauseous. I was ready to literally crawl through the TV, track him down with that yellow wiffle ball bat, and just start beating. Just start just putting a beating on him. I mean, that was painful to watch. You guys know it. You watched it. He was just garbage. Which was hard but to believe after, after the semi-performance, right? Brandon in the semis, oh, it, right? It, 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 it's unbelievable how, how, how bad he was, how he just... He just choked. Yeah. There's no other way to say it. He just absolutely threw up on himself. And it happens with college kids. And, and you know, my, my girl, which God bless her, she came out for the filming and just to have her there and, and, and just have her presence around me because it's her energy that I feed off, I feed off of. And um, to just have someone to give you that confidence was a blast. And, uh, she, you know, understanding the business, She's like, you really, you really didn't play well. <laughs> she's like, and she's just like, I'm sorry, babe. And I'll, I'll tell you something else that's, that's great. So then we go into the weekend, and I know on the show, I want to say I probably picked, you know, Cleveland. I'm, I may have picked Cleveland, but then as I kept digging into the game, I just saw how bad the Browns' defense was on the road, and I used. Houston no, no, you, on Brandon Langdon. You use Houston. You, talk, well, you talked about that on the show last week about how bad their defense was on the road. And, and that's okay, like so, okay, so, okay, so my podcast on Tuesday uh, on the Blue Podcast Network, I picked Cleveland. And then again, you're, you know, you're handicapping games on Tuesday. So I got into it and, and handicapped it more. So I used Houston. So I gave everybody, all the crew, camera guys and stuff, and they hadn't seen me in three years. So when they came rolling in, and, you know, my girl's got me dressed in Hugo Boss. She is, the transformation is, like, just insane. And they just saw me, and they just, they were floored. They were like, you didn't even look like you three years ago when we filmed the pilot. They were just beside themselves. They're like, dude, you're a whole different person. And I said, well, when you, you know, you get the right, you know, behind every good man's a good woman, I said, there you go. So I gave them Houston. Now stay with me here. So they're like, all right, who are we betting the late game? Like, in chief. And hit both those on the TV show. Then we get into Sunday. And I gave them over in Rams-Dallas. This is the whole crew now who are betting. And then my best bet was the Rams. I came with a 200 diamond and hit that. And so as they're getting out of town and cashing their tickets, they're like, all right, we, we just we, we, we got to go Monday. I'm like, we'll just take Buffalo. And then my best bet of the whole weekend is Tampa Bay. And I went 6-0. For the crew, wow. and they just went went absolutely bonkers. Now, here's the purity of my girl. I'm on a 15 and three college basketball run. So then I hit Tuesday night. I hit who I hit? I hit whoever I hit Tuesday night. I cast that Seton Hall over St. John. Patino got COVID, and they just blew him out. Now I'm you know so now I'm 17. You know, now I'm 16 and three. My last 19. And then I used Belmont Wednesday night over Northern Iowa. And I lose. I finally drop a college basketball game. She calls me on the car ride home. <laughs> and in the most genuine, sincere voice, as if she just lost her puppy that got ran over by a car, she says, I'm so sorry, baby, you lost your game tonight. And I'm saying to her, babe, I'm 16 and 4 in my last 20. 
I'm going to lose a game on the down, but I can't win every single game. She goes, here it is. But I want you to. <laughs> the concept of in her mind of just willing and wanting me to win. Um, you know, if she goes to bed last night, I, I made a terrible call on Stanford. She goes to bed. She's like, Wait, who do we got? And I'm like, babe, I got Stanford. And I, You'll be in bed. It'll be 11 o'clock this time. She's okay. Well, the first thing she does is she wakes up in the morning. She checks her phone to see if I won my game. And then she's just like, I'm so sorry you lost the game. And I'm like, go on. It's 365 of these things, man. I'm not, I'm not going to, if that's the purity of someone that, that is engaged in, in what you do for a living. And, you know, like I said, she works for a billion-dollar equity company, and the pressure of, of what she does is pretty intense. I just want to learn about her business, so it's just great. But it was just so funny that I lose Belmont. <laughs> her dog died. It's just hysterical. So, so I think the slap game won. I think, I think it was the Rams, right? Yes, so. yes, yes. You were. You, that's right. That's why I knew everything in the NFL. I knew you had a good week in the NFL because all of the games we talked about. I think you were because you, you said over on the Green Bay Dallas game. Like you said, you wouldn't touch the line at all. You would went over. So yeah, but yeah, the slap game was was the Rams. Well, uh, no, which they should have won the game. game. They should have won the game outright it, if they could do anything in the red zone. Oh my God, the holding penalty on the pass that Sean McVay play calling the red zone three trips, three field goals. I want to just crawl through the TV and say Sean. Your first and goal at the five. Run the rock to the two, Sean. And he throws three straight times on that possession. And I say it all the time. Penalties, turnovers, coaching, stupidity, player stupidity. His play calling in the red zone was atrocious, especially inside the 10 twice in settling for field goals. They should have won that game by a touchdown. The defense made great adjustments in the second half. It was just atrocious how bad his play calling was. And he has to live with that. And then Matthew Stafford, why like, listen. I know they got the hold on third and 14. You tug the jersey. Everybody saw it. I get that. But, Matt, you had the check down for 10 yards for the 47-yard field goal. Take the check down, Matt. Don't try to be a hero. But Matt tried to be a hero. I want to be outright when I just don't like my dogs to cover. I like my dogs to win outright. <laughs> it was just frustrating. The paddle game, I think she's 17-3 and three for the year. I meet this woman in August. And she's just rocked my world in her paddle game. She's 17 and 3. Juggle that around in your head for a minute if you got time. 17 and 3 it's for incredible. a year this It's incredible. Morning. Well, a c- couple things. Number one, I know, you, I know you had Houston on this show because I played it, but it's funny because my son goes, no, he, he took Cleveland and he pulls up a, a screenshot. So, so obviously you did somewhere else, somewhere. No. Pick Cleveland. Your son probably watched the podcast on the Bleed Podcast Network. Well, he, I, yeah, he, no, he had a, yeah, he had a screenshot, so it was Cleveland. I go, no, I, I'm telling you, Brandon, had, it was all over Houston. We, we played Houston, and we and we won. But I'm going to tell you about a, a bad – you talk about a bad beat. Eagles game, right? They get crushed. Your pick on Tampa Bay was great. I, I thought the Eagles would win, but I didn't play the Eagles. I played I played our buddy Jake Elliott, who went to the University of Memphis, over one-and-a-half field goals. He kicks the field goal. He's got one, right? So he needs another one. I'm like, man, they're down. They're going to have to throw the ball the whole time. Do you remember? It was like fourth and forever. And so he decides to ah, kick the field goal. They kick the field goal. He makes it. But Kansas City, not Kansas City, Tampa jumps. So then they decide to go for it. They take the field goal off the board. They miss on Stupid. fourth down. And I never Stupid. get another field goal attempt. I had, I had the Stupid. win. I had the win. Yep. And they t- <laughs> took it away from me. That's a bad beat. I don't like him as a coach. And another thing, and and 
there's something that happened within that football team and within that locker room. And, and I really, truly believe it starts with Jalen Hurts. I really, really do. I think he lost the locker room. Nobody wants to say it. Nobody wants to call it out. Listen, you know me. I'll call coaches out. I'll listen, you guys, I've done your show for a long time. I'll call anybody out. You don't do the right thing and you're on my hit list, I'm going to call you out. We'll right. get into that in a minute. Right. But Jalen Hurts lost that locker room on that play. He just locked into Devontae and he had Goddard wide open. Wide open. Middle of the field. Didn't even look his way. I mean, if you watch the cameras, the cameras went to the sideline and you saw the rip. Goddard walked over to him, got right in his face, and Hurts just stares straight ahead. Doesn't even acknowledge him. He lost the locker room. He lost the locker room for the, for the end. And I told people all week long, you can't in the NFL flick on the light switch and say we're here. That team lost to the 3-11 and Arizona Cardinals at home. If there's not a disconnect, when you lose a game like that, you're not an elite football team, especially when you lose to a team like that late in the year. That was a gift. We won't get a gift like that for some time whatsoever. But I'm telling you, that team's got problems, and it's going to carry over unless they make some drastic changes somewhere in that building. All right, so this weekend um, with the divisional round, I actually like some of these underdogs here with some of these bigger numbers. But let's start with the... Texans and Ravens, uh, C.J. Stroud and company, again, very impressive against Cleveland. Now the Ravens defense, which is absolutely outstanding. Lamar Jackson, the whole work's on offense. Can the Texans, the young boys, keep up with the Ravens? Late to the dance. That's what you have here. You have late to the dance. I'm surprised that my girl stayed with me when I showed up with these ripped jeans and a T-shirt the first day. At 75 Main. She looked at me and she said, man, I got to update this guy's wardrobe. <laughs> when I stood up, she saw I was 6'4", and she goes, oh, I can work with this, but how am I going to get him out of these ripped names? They think I hold him. He po? Say, he po? She's like, I don't know. And she did. She hung in there. I wasn't late to the dance. She changed my wardrobe, and we're, we're jamming, going on six months. The time to get the Texans was last week. Now, if you go back to the Indy game on the road the week before, they are a Garden Minshew, most worst passes ever thrown since, as I said, he hit his dad in the nuts with a Nerf football back when he was two years old mm-hmm. and got thrown in the closet all day. That pass to that tap back, it was a seven-yard pass. It was right in front of him, and he threw it over to his left. And granted, the running back tried to catch it and run with it rather than just secure the catch. Had he just secured the catch and go down, it's first and goal to seven. But that whole thing, they lose outright and they're not even playing the next week. So what happens? They come back home. They're a home dog. I know that home dogs in the NFL playoffs going back to 1980 with 14-3-1 against the record. Now it's 15-3-1 and 16-3-1. This Houston and Tampa covered as home dogs. So what do they do? They get a Cleveland team with a horrible defense on the road, and they ran them out of the building. So now what does everybody do? Now we're on Houston. Now we're on C.J. Stroud. Now they're going to go into Baltimore. Now they're going to cover the 10. Do we not forget something do we not forget that the Baltimore Ravens played the Miami Dolphins at home and put up a 56 number on them? Mm-hmm. Do we not just forget that? Do we not forget that they absolutely destroyed Jared Goff? They absolutely destroyed Geno Smith? So here's the question. Sometimes you lose with Team A before you try to win with Team B. Mm-hmm. I think the whole world's going to jump on Houston because of what they saw last week. Betters are very visual. They're mm-hmm. visual on what they just saw. They just saw Houston run the Browns out the building, and the whole world's going to bet them, and they're going to go into Baltimore, and they're going to get their butt handed to them. 
I'm not going against a team that beat the Dolphins 56-19 in their last home game. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Just not going to. And I had my best bet that day with Baltimore over Miami. Well, fans. He's going to Go ahead. He's going to see. He's going to feel pressure. He's going to see blitzes. He's going to have to read defenses. He's not going to be able to step back in the pocket and sing Kumbaya and go mm-hmm. down the fire and make snores with his buddies at Ohio State. He's going to feel pressure, just like Tua felt pressure, just like Goff felt pressure, just like Geno Smith felt pressure. He's a rookie. He's had a great year. He's had a great run. But I will force him to go in there and play a perfect football game. Listen, sometimes the number doesn't matter. Sometimes the number nine and a half cents. Throw it out. What's the final score? What's the final score? Do you want to be sitting there if the Ravens happen to bring their A game? Here's my question to you guys. The Ravens bring their A game. What happens in that game? Ravens win. Yeah. It's a blowout. Yes. It's, it's an absolute blowout. If, if now they might be a little rusty in the first half. Maybe you want to take Houston first half. But at some point, the Ravens are going to explode. See, I think they come out and they absolutely go bonkers. Here's a number for you, by the way. John Harbaugh. Ready for this? As a playoff favorite, if they win the game, if they're facing a winning team, which they are Houston, coming off a win, and they win the game, he's 34-5-2 against the number in his career. Let me say that again. Deep breath. Everybody deep breath in. Let it out. By the way, just do that five times every hour. You get oxygen in your lungs. You're going to feel like a million dollars. A little health tip from being like 34 Five and two against the number. That's insanity. It really is. All right, interesting point you just made about with the Houston crowd. You just watch Houston do what they did, so it's easy to jump on them, right? They're a hot team, Stroud and what he did. Well, here's Green Bay in San Francisco. We just saw what they did in their game. They're playing San Francisco, arguably the best team. I can't see people thinking, oh, the Green Bay looked great last week. Let's take them against San Francisco. But is it, what are the numbers saying? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you something here that's going to blow you away. This is going to blow you away. I came across this this week. And I'm like, well, I wish I, you know, listen, I had the over. But had I known this, I probably would have. And I think I give out Green Bay on your show. I said if I had to play the game, I'd probably play the dog. But here's the deal. Since AT&T Stadium was built, <laughs> Jerry Jones built AT&T Stadium. The Green Bay Packers have more playoff wins in AT&T Stadium than Dallas does. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's just nuts. Think about that. I mean, when they went in there and won. So listen, throw that game out. Here's my problem with Green Bay in this game. First of all, Kyle Shanahan, in his four games as a favorite in the playoffs at home, he's 4-0 straight up and against the spread, and he's won by an average of 15 points. So let's just throw that on the table first and foremost. Second of all, it's been a great run. It's been a great run for the Packers. Do we just forget that three weeks ago they went into Carolina and gave up 30? Three weeks ago, they went into Carolina. They won the game 33-30, and their defense allowed Bryce Young and Carolina, probably the worst team in the NFL, to put up 30 on them. So it's the same thing. Sometimes you lose with Team A before you try to win with Team B. If the Packers go in there and play the game of their life, they're not going to be able to run the football. So now Jordan Love doesn't have the play action. And if he doesn't have the play action, what happens? Pressure equals problems. So I, I, you know, guys, I'm an underdog handicapper, but I just, I just am not going to lose with the dogs. My best bet is, is the Ravens. I just think they name it. 
But I also like the Niners minus the points because I just think they're a complete football team and the defense is a little different than the one Dallas put on the field last week. I like, speaking of underdogs, I actually, I like the Buccaneers against the Lions. Am I crazy? You're a smart man. You're a smart man. Listen, I had I had them in the first meeting. Week, week seven, I had them in the first meeting. And they're plus three at home. And I watched that game. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Detroit converted eight third down and nines or better in that game. The first touchdown they got was on a third and 14 from the 26-yard line where Reynolds came across, caught it in the middle, got down the sideline and scored. Tampa had them in third and one all day long, and they were just an inch away from sapping him or getting off the field, and Detroit just kept drives alive. And on the offensive side of the ball, Baker missed a couple of wide-open guys. They were just They were just an inch off. And on the road this year, they have been phenomenal. Six and one straight up and against the spread in the stats, their last seven on the road. And I just think that, you know what, I get it. Big win for Detroit. They shouldn't have got it. Rams outplayed them, especially in the second half. But I'm not going to go against Tampa. I'm going I'm to buy the half point and take seven. I think it's going to go right down to the wire. I really do. Listen, for the Bucks to hold Philadelphia to 0-11 on third and fourth down in that game was phenomenal. I think the defense is playing well. They pitched a shutout in Carolina, 9 nothing. Um, not a great big play, but I lean towards the dog. I agree. But you think Tampa Bay could actually win it outright, not just with the points? I do. I do. I really, really do. I think, listen, they, Godwin and Evans had subpar games. Those other little receivers that we saw that just had lightning speed that come out of nowhere, that that's going to be a problem for Detroit's secondary. If he has time to throw, which I think he will, Mm-hmm. He's going to have guys open indoor on a fast track. I just don't think. I just don't think they're going to get blown out. I don't. Baker's making himself some money. Has a chance to make himself some more money with a win there. All right, the marquee yeah. game: Kansas City Buffalo. They meet again. This time though in Buffalo. So Pat Mahomes and company on the road. You've been right, waiting for you it. Go. You've been waiting for him to go on the road in the postseason. What did I tell you guys about overweight coaches? <laughs> now I want to use the the SAT word. But my girl says, you can't say that on radio anymore. You can't call people if they see you can't. So do it. It's not politically correct. P-H-A-T. There you go. What? P-H-A-T. That kind of yeah, fact. Like, <laughs> yeah, that kind of fact. Okay. What did I tell you? Mike McCarthy, did you see him on the sideline last week? Yes. He just looked, his clothes were too tight. He's probably 30 pounds overweight. Coaches who are overweight don't coach well. They just don't. He probably had donuts before the game. He, he just looks uncomfortable. They're behind. It was just the, the whole energy of everything. And now here comes Andy Reid on the road with Patrick Mahomes for the first time. I guarantee you he pounds pizza before the game. I guarantee you he has got four Dunkin' Donuts before the game. And you're going to sit there and watch him look real close. He'll have glazed donut crust in his mustache. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I'm just telling you right now. The man, the man is going to eat like he's going to food coma. Like he's going to Worcester tomorrow. All right, listen. MVB. This whole. I'm so sick and tired of these State Farm commercials. I swear to Jesus, my mom in heaven and my girl's mom and grandmother are sitting up there. I'm so sick and tired of this bundle. MV bundle and Pat, you know, and then what do we got to do? We got to see Andy Reid sitting in a Wendy's or wherever they are eating nuggets and we're going to have more noogies and nuggies and fries. Like, we need to see him eating in a commercial. Like, do we really need to see Andy Reid eating in a commercial? I'm so sick and tired of everything Kansas City. I'm sick and tired. They finally have to go on the road for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career. Now, 
I get the fact that he's 11 and 1 as an underdog in his NFL career. I get it. I get it. And it wouldn't surprise me with the line being two and a half. And there's some threes out there. There's some, some threes out there. It wouldn't surprise me if this game falls on three. Wouldn't surprise me if Buffalo wins by a field goal. So if you bought Buffalo down to two and a half, you win. If you buy the Chiefs up to three and a half, you win. So even then, you can't see the Chiefs losing and being blown out. It'll be just like Patrick Mahomes to be down 10 and get a little MV bundle in there and put the game on three. That's what I honestly think. I think it's a field goal game. So if you, take, if you get Buffalo at two and a half, you're fine. And if you get the Chiefs at three, buy them to three and a half, and you can spend the 130 and, and win. But I think it's a field goal game. But I think Buffalo wins the game. Do you think during that commercial when Andy Reid has to take the big bite out of the burger, he like kept screwing up his lines on purpose so they could do another take? We- I do it guarantee again. you, I guarantee you the staff and the crew on that commercial were like going, all right, listen, over under how many burgers Andy eats in this commercial. It was six. Let's play the over. All right, we're going to get the over. Take 39. Andy. Burger seven, pal. Let's go deep. Well, unfortunately, I got to see the overweight coach for the Cowboys for another season, so I'm not happy about it. Worst decision in the world. Worst decision in the world. What on God's earth makes you think that anything's going to be any different? And they're not going to be as good as they were this year because they got got salary cap problems. They got to give Dak money. They'll lose Dan Um, Quinn, right? I assume they're going to lose Dan Quinn. They should have fired him the second. (laughs) Oh, you don't like him. Okay. Was like him. He made no adjustment at all. Well, I'm talking about more than just one game as a defensive coordinator. He's been pretty good in his career. Okay. Are you truly defending a man? I'm a friend of his. (laughs) I know him well. Okay, then I can't can't bash. I can't do that to you. I can't bash you, boy. (laughs) I hear you, you, my friend. That was a really bad performance. It was. All around. And I just don't think that that bodes well for him. But listen, Jerry might keep him. I think Jerry's losing it because I would have gone out and said, Bill, Bill, how much you want? How much you want, Bill? $100 million? Jerry's not giving up that control? power, man. That's Jerry. the thing, right? Not not that power. And, and that's the problem. And that's the problem. People don't understand that. The owner won't give up. If he can't look in the mirror and see that he's the problem, he's never going to win another Super Bowl, and he is going to die. Right. Having made the wrong decision of not giving Jerry Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, because if he had just kept Jimmy Johnson oh. – with that nucleus of team, they'd have won six Super Bowls. They'd Preach, have been brother. The New England Patriots before the New England Patriots. Preach, he my can't friend. Get out of his yep. own way. No, you're and they're right. Not, they're not. They're not going to go anywhere. He's never going to even get sniff a Super Bowl, and it's sad because you've been to that stadium yet. Yes. Mm-hmm, I have. That's the greatest. That's the greatest stadium I've ever been in in my life. So that's, I got to get awesome. my girl there for a concert. I got to get my girl there for a concert. Maybe you. Maybe there you two will play there. Hey, stay hot this weekend. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Brandon. Want to watch all the playoff action? Head on over to East Coast Wings and Grill this weekend. They'll have all the games on, of course, with the NFL playoffs. Grizzlies, Tigers, all of that stuff will be on over at East Coast Wings and Grill. While you're there, you can enjoy some great food like their wings. 60 different flavors to choose from with seven different heat indexes as well. Maybe it's not the wings you're looking for. Maybe it's one of their great flatbreads or one of their burgers or whatever it is. They've got all kinds of great items on the menu for you to choose from. Delicious stuff on that great menu. Plus, of course, drinks.
drinks. They've got 24 draft beers on tap, plus many other beers, plus any other drink that you want. They've got you taken care of as far as that goes. Great servers, just a great atmosphere, great place to hang out, watch the games, and have a lot of fun at East Coast Wings and Grill. Maybe you're watching the games at home. You want to get some wings? Well, you can do that. They do deliver via DoorDash. You can order online, eastcoastwings.com. Go pick them up and bring them home. However it is, you're going to enjoy the food and, of course, when you're there, you just enjoy the great atmosphere of watching the games with a bunch of other people at East Coast Wings and Grill. 3.30 to 6.30, Monday through Friday is happy hour with two for one on the draft beers, bucket specials, and more. Go by and see them. They're on Kate Hyde Boulevard. That runs right between Lowe's and Walmart off of Highway 64. They are East Coast Wings and Grill. All right, let's play 10 in a row. We'll do that next. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Add a little fun to your lunch break. Join Johnny Radio for Sports 56 Happy Hour from 11 to 1 every weekday on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings. Good morning. On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, everybody. 9.35 the time. Now I got to look over at the TV and I see the quote from Mike McCarthy. We have established a championship program. That's just asinine, isn't it? If you, I, I mean, I guess he could theoretically inter, insert the word division. If he says we have established a division championship program, he would somewhat be correct. Maybe he's talking about he, himself he, with the Packers. He can win division championships. Like, I, ugh. <laughs> you Okay. I'm going to Dallas this weekend. I'm going to have a talk with Jerry when I'm down there. Time for 10 in a row. Oh, that's right. Not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, but 10 in a row. Okay, it worked. Go ahead and play, play Brandon Lang's open. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. 10 in a row. It's the game show that has swept the nation. Again, with this week, a lot of people at home, I'm not sure what type of audience we have. Hopefully, we have a great audience and you're ready to go because... You need to jump on the phone lines right now at 360-8255. That's 901-360-8255. If you'd like to compete, try to win the great prize package, which we'll tell you about in a second, by playing 10 in a row. All right, what is that prize package? We have a $25 gift card to East Coast Wings and Grill. I got $50 to 117 Prime downtown. Just heard a commercial for 117 Prime. Nice. Got a couple of haircuts from Supercuts. Got a couple of Malco movie passes. And also a $50 gift certificate to Blinds, etc. South. Nice. And who can't use a haircut other than you? Right? I'll be cutting my hair today. But I do it myself. It doesn't take too long. long, does it? It's getting a little long. Yeah, I got to get my hair cut. Uh, not much at the top, but a lot around the sides and the back. Yeah, like, you don't like, you act, you act like you got a big advantage no, on I me. Don't. Oh, I do compared to you. You're bald. Well, that's because I, I mean, I would have a hair around the sides. I choose not Jerry, to have it. She's bald. You got a little bit more on top than I have. <laughs> Don't tell me that. As long as I have some in the front, I'm okay. All right, here's the question NFL hate, teams. Hate to tell you, but. NFL teams, what? NFL teams with five or more playoff wins since 2000. So in this century, since 2000, NFL teams with five or more playoff wins. If they have five or more, it's a yes. If not, it's a no. 360-8255 is the number. 
360-8255. Again, $25 to East Coast Wings, $50 to 117 Prime. Couple of free haircuts from Supercuts, couple of free Malco movie passes, and a $50 gift certificate to Blinds, etc. South. Joe is leading us off. Hello, Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, guys. Eli, I feel a little like McCarthy. I've won a Super Bowl, a.k.a. 10 in a row, a long, long time ago, but it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while, but again... You're... Have you established a championship program, though? Uh, no, no. We've had some bad conditioning. <laughs> Training's been a little off. I, yes, I see. There, you're you're honest about it. I like it. But he's willing to step up to the table every time, usually first. And here we go, Joe. Although you're part, you're not really McCarthy because he only got one. You're more like kind of like Jerry Jones. You used to have. Uh, there was a point. <laughs> there was a point. You were you had it. You were dominating. Jerry, you Jones. were dominating the sport, and now you've now it's been a long time. He's calling you old, Joe, and I know you're not old. All right. Uh-huh. NFL teams with five or more playoff wins since 2000. The Seahawks. Yeah. The Titans. Yeah. The 49ers. Oh, yeah. The Falcons. Yeah. The Cowboys. No. Sorry, Eli. (laughs) The Giants. What was that last? The Giants. (laughs) Yeah. The Commanders. I'm going to say no. The Lions. No, they didn't win one in a long time. Bears. Oh, they made the Super Bowl that one time. I'm going to say no, though. The Jaguars. No. Winner. There he is. He's back. Don't mess with Joe, baby. He's back. Maybe the championship program is back in place. <laughs> Golf clap, Joe. Well done. Great well done. job, my friend. Well done, Joe slash Jerry. Um, you see, you, had just, you, you hired the right coach. You got things done. That's what you needed to do. That's all you had to do. Congratulations, Joe. Hold on. Zach will take care of you. Thank you, Joe. So now, folks, you have a month before Joe jumps back in there. That's the thing. If you delay getting on, if you look up the question, you want to wait to the question, you look it up and all that, you could get burned. And unfortunately, Joe burned a bunch of people today uh, as he waited. He was on during Brandon's segment, waiting to go for 10 in a row, and he crushed it. Um, second chance or not? Yeah, just because we had the Jerry uh, the Jerry Jones, I believe this is Stephen Jones on the line. So it's Jerry's son it's, is called in. Stephen, Stephen Jones. You're not Stephen Jones, are you? No, not Stephen Jones. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> just wanted to make sure. I thought maybe we had Jerry and Stephen here. Even if it was Stephen Jones, you're allowed to participate. All right, second chance opportunity for Stephen. Bengals. Yes. Dolphins. No. Broncos. Yes. Colts. Yes. Ravens. Yes. Browns. No. Raiders. No. Vikings. No. Unfortunately, no second chance winner. All right, so the ones I used included the Seahawks. Seahawks, you know how many Seahawks wins since 2000 in the playoffs? Well, they went to back-to-back Super Bowls, so uh, I don't know their total number. 14. They got a lot. Seahawks have 14 playoff wins since 2000. The Ravens have 16 playoff wins. The Chiefs have 13. The Giants the Seahawks got rid of their coach. have 11. Yeah, the 49ers have 12. Some of the ones who were not at five, Commanders 1, Lions 1, Bears 3, Jags 4, 
Browns one, Dolphins one, Cowboys four. I mean, think about that right there. The Mike McCarthy statement, the Jerry Jones thing, America's team. I'm not trying to pile on, Eli. I mean, I, I don't want to brag that the Colts have 13 wins in the playoffs since 2000. I'm not doing that. All I'm saying is that I just listed the Commanders, the Lions, the Bears, the Jaguars, the Browns, the Dolphins. And the Dolphins have a history. Some of these other ones, not much. And the Cowboys are in that same category. That's crazy. That's just crazy. I I know it. I know it very I well. Know. I know that history. I know. I know you do. It's just, it still boggles the At mind. At least I have seen three Super Bowl titles. Yeah. No, I mean, they have history. How many Colts titles you have? have you seen? I saw two. But it boggles the mind to be in a category with teams that don't get to the Super Bowl or don't win Super Bowls. And the whole, it, it's, like I said, it's mind-boggling just to see where the Cowboys are and, and where the perception of them is. The perception of that they are still America's team, that they are the... Well, it, that they are. No, they're not. Yes, they're they're mean, not America's team. You can look, Just look at all of the apparel sales, look at television ratings, all of that stuff. Are they, they are, still number one? They are still America's team. I don't know how, but uh, I believe you. Pinnacle Roofing and Restoration for all your roofing and home repair needs, all this bad look weather. At, look at ESPN. There's a reason they, <laughs> they they find a way to discuss the Cowboys every single week, no matter what the situation is. No, it's because no it. Stephen A. Smith, who's the biggest... Uh, personality on the station hates the Cowboys because he's an Eagles guy. So he hates the Cowboys, so he brings it up all the time and he laughs. It, is, it isn't just that show that is a Cowboys topic every single day. It's I, every show they have I, Cowboys. I know, but, but Stephen A. Smith makes it a topic pretty much every day because he ridicules the team that's supposedly America's team. Pinnacle Roofing and Restoration offers financing with many different plans and options to choose from, including a 6, 12, or 18-month same-as-cash option, the work with your insurance company, or out-of-pocket. As I said, with the bad weather, there's no question that uh, there has been some damage done on some of the roofs. Luckily, there's not piles and piles of snow, but with the ice, and then when it starts to melt, there could be leakage. And if there's a leakage problem, you need to get that roof fixed or get a new roof altogether. They do residential and commercial roofing, so business owners and property managers out there, along with homeowners, if you have a leak or any other roofing problem, call Brandon today. They'll come out and do a free roof inspection. They are licensed, bonded, and insured and a member of the Better Business Bureau. Don't forget about the five-year labor warranty that you get with the purchase of a new roof. And satisfaction is guaranteed with all their work. So they do something not completely satisfied, right? You just call them up. They will take care of that for you. That's a locally owned and operated company. The big conglomerates, I don't know, you may have to sue them to get your uh, your satisfaction. Carpentry work, exterior painting, they can replace gutters, put up fencing and siding, rotten wood repair, they can install shingles. In fact, Brandon's a certified shingle installer. Anything you can't do, call the experts at Pinnacle Roofing and Restoration, 901-438-5084 or online at newroofmemphis.com. When we come back, our final segment, we'll make our picks for the divisional round playoffs this weekend in the National Football League. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. You already know you can listen to Sports 56 anywhere with the Sports 56 app or at sports56whbq.com. But you can also watch us daily with live video of all of our shows on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Now, back to Sports 56 Mornings. Morning! 
on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, everybody. Final segment for us this week here on Sports 56 Mornings. Wallow and Friends on Sports 56 is coming up next. All right, Zach, you you have some numbers for us as far as, uh, what, popularity, NFL teams? Yeah, so that Monday after the Cowboys lost on ESPN alone, first take, uh, they got 1.5 million viewers. It was all about the Cowboys? All about the Cowboys. Get Up uh, was uh, 900 and 80, a little bit less than 980 viewers, which, was, which beat its previous high, which was 730 viewers. So they got 980,000 on Get Up. That's all they get? Not even a million viewers? No. Yeah. They, they got a million, almost a million on that day. But, I mean, that's like weak. I mean, to your point with the Cowboys and the Cowboys as a topic of conversation, but, man, I thought they got two, three million people watching that thing. Yeah, no. Sports wow. Center, uh, 727,000. NFL Live, 937,000 viewers. So, I mean, they it all surpasses like, it what they normally get. It all surpasses what they normally get. Yeah, there's a reason. Like, in the middle of summer, they find a reason to talk about the Cowboys. Yes. Yeah, they like to, <laughs> yeah, they like to pile on a team that thinks they're America's team and they haven't won a playoff game in forever. I mean, it's crazy right now. Uh, but, they're not coming America's with the goods. They haven't won a playoff game. Just won well, they haven't, yeah, but they, they, they're not coming with the goods like they should. Uh, it's still one of the great pro, one of the great NFL franchises of all time, but they have not come with the goods for a long time. Yesterday, they had congressional hearings again about the state of college sports. They, they seem to have like five congressional hearings a year, uh, and they come up with nothing. NCAA President Charlie Baker, though, talking about the state of college football, big-time college football. Quote, you can operate a subdivision or super conference within the framework of the NCAA, but it's important that athletes compete for a national championship. So we've always heard, not always, but obviously in recent years, about that breakaway, that super conference in college football kind of doing their own thing. Charlie Baker's not sitting here going, yeah, that's that's a pipe dream that's never going to happen. I don't see that coming. Hey, it may be coming, and Charlie Baker's, I'm not saying he's supporting it 100%, but he's saying you can do it. You can operate it, but you have to have a champ. Well, you're going to have a championship, but it's just going to be the teams competing in that super conference if it does happen. Okay. Moving can be stressful, folks, but the folks at Black Tie Moving, well, they're the professionals, and they will take a lot of that stress and worry out of the process for you. You don't want to be trying to move all yourself. You don't need to be asking your lazy friends to help you. Get the professionals. Talk to the folks at Black Tie Moving. 901-316-6196. That's the number, 901-316-6196. Or you can go to blacktiemoving.com slash Memphis. Talk with the folks at Black Tie Moving. They talk with you, work with you, coming up with a plan that fits what you need, fits your budget, and they give you a no-obligation quote up front as well. Plus, during the whole move, well, you got a moving concierge available to you 24-7 to answer any questions that you may have, any questions that may come up. Again, they take that stress and worry out of the process. You know you can get a hold of somebody if you've got a question or something comes up that you need addressed. Black Tie Moving. Again, 901-316-6196 or go to blacktiemoving.com slash Memphis. We had six wild card games last weekend. Five were lopsided. There was one close game. That was the Rams and the Bills. 
Will we have a close game this weekend? The Texans-Ravens, as we just talked about with Brandon Lang, and the Packers-49ers are your two Saturday games. Both spreads are nine and a half points. Do you like the dog and the points in either one of those games? I like the Packers. You like the Packers plus the nine and a half. You don't like the Packers to pull the upset and no. win the game, right? Okay, I'm going to take uh, both the 49ers and the Ravens to cover the spread and continue on this trend of lopsided games. Sunday, I know you already mentioned you like the Buccaneers. Do you like the Buccaneers to win it outright? Uh, I think they could win it outright, but definitely like them with the points. Like them with the points. I think I like them with the points as well, but I like the Lions to win the game. Detroit is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. And then the big one, the Chiefs and the Bills. Do you really believe that even though they play in a a cold environment in Kansas City, that the Chiefs being on the road, and it may not be because of the weather, but they will have issues with this game. Buffalo's a three-point favorite. Again, I picked the Bills before the season started to win the Super Bowl. Looked like they weren't even going to go to the playoffs. Now there's a chance. What do you think about this one? I like the Bills. I like the Bills as well. Zach, any any big upsets from you this weekend? Um, no, not really. I mean, what I what does the Buccaneers count as an upset over the Lions? They're six and a half point underdogs. Yes. And but the Lions are at home. That's the thing. They're going to be crazy in Detroit. So no upsets. No upsets. Okay. So I saw this story. Mike at- Evans is going to go nuts in that game. <laughs> my prediction. Evans goes crazy. Bucks I'm so have a chance impressed. to win it, and I and but definitely cover. And I'm so impressed with Todd Bowles and that defense last week. And listening to the breakdown of Todd Bowles uh, on a show that I watched a couple days ago, that everything he ran against Philadelphia, you won't see it against Detroit. They'll change everything completely. So to think that Detroit will be lulled into that, well, here's what they'll do here, here's what they'll do there. But he says that's not what Todd Bowles does. He'll completely revamp it and change everything in their game planning for the game against Detroit. So this has nothing to do with sports, but I was just reading this going, you got to be kidding me. A small airplane that crashed into the ocean off the California coast Sunday was constructed piece by piece over nearly a decade, one of tens of thousands of home-built aircraft that are part of a high-flying hobby taken off across the country. Now, one thing is Boeing, even though they have issues building the plane that I'm going to be in, there is no way I would jump into a plane built by a friend. Hey, you want to come in this plane I just built? I'd be the one being, hey, there's a, uh, the screw's missing. It's like Ikea. There's a screw. I I don't know where that goes to. Um, I think all the parts are in. Yeah, let me go ahead and fly this one into the ocean. That is scary. People building their own damn planes? What's the, uh, oh, what is the, you would, is it, is it Johnny Cash that has the song about the piecing a car together piece by piece over like 20 years? Oh my gosh. Guy who like worked at a car plant and he would just take like a piece home here and there. Right. And like, so and he would eventually built a car out of all the pieces. What? Is, somebody out there knows the name of the song I'm thinking of. What? I, that's a, I think it's Johnny Cash. And so what happens in the song? Like, no, it's just funny because he, he calls it a, he's like, it's a 62, 63, a 64, 65, because it's all the parts are different <laughs> years. So he said the whole thing is like, it's 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67. Gosh dang, what is the name of that song? I'm trying to look it up. I'm just throwing in Johnny Cash song about somebody out there listening. One piece knows. at a time. Yes, one piece at a time. There you go. One yeah. piece at a time. I don't know. Like the that friend's plane might be safer than the Boeing's plane. 
to be honest. <laughs> well, I know. I use Boeing, and I'm like, they have the problem with the Max, right? Is that the one? But hey, I'm about to get on an airplane this afternoon. Don't be, let's talk about bad airplanes. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Where are you heading? You're going to have a safe uh, takeoff <laughs> and a safe landing. How about that? Break a leg. Oh, no, that's uh, for actors. Yeah, there were paper covers that texted with the one piece at a time. Thank one piece you. at a time. You keeping it secret? What? You, you going on vacation? What are you doing? I said, oh, I'm going to Dallas this weekend. Oh, I thought you were kidding. No. <laughs> Are, is, am I going to be talking about I'm, a murder I'm, I'm on Monday? Down, I'm going to hunt down Jerry. Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy killed. The assailant is gone. They believe it's a bald-headed dude who lives in Memphis. All right, that'll do it for us this week, folks. Thanks for listening. I know it's been a uh, very tough week on everybody with the weather. Hopefully, we're back to normal sooner than possible or sooner than ever. And that's uh, Monday, of course, bright and early, 7 a.m. I don't think that ice will be gone by Monday, but... Next week, we're calling. they're calling for a lot better weather with the temperatures rising. So hopefully we're back to some sort of normalcy. want to thank John Varlas, Matt Dillon, and Brandon Lang for joining us on the program today. And again, a big shout out to you, your loyalty. We can't thank you enough. Your calls, your texts, we always appreciate it. Well done, friends, on Sports 56 is coming up next. So stay tuned for that. Free Lies Savoy and Zach Boyd. I'm Greg Gaston. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.